Shout out to Yep, I Like Wrestling in the building, by the way. Sonny Sofrito. Greetings from Parts Unknown. My name is Sonny Sofrito, and today I am joined by... Kervin, the co-founder of Yep, I Like Wrestling. Okay. <laughs> and I'm also joined by... The greatest general manager in Yep, I Like Wrestling history. Hello, gentlemen. What up, man? It's, it's going cool on. to see Mr. Swagger. Welcome back. Uh, it's great to be back. Yeah, yeah, I was surprised you didn't say KD Swagger. I know. That's why I gave him his respect as Mr. Swagger. Hello, Sonny. How are you? Yeah, you got to switch it up sometimes. I know. Yeah, I, I, I felt like you thought Tyro was going to pop out and just crack jokes. Oh. <laughs> Shout out to the Glamazon who's limousine riding jet flying. She's in Iowa. <laughs> no, not at all, actually. Not at all. No, she's train hopping in the Bronx right now. Oh. Shout out to the D-Train. Speaking of D-Train, oh NXT was lit, as the children say. Sonny? <laughs> yes, NXT was lit. We had an amazing weekend. I mean, we did. Let's talk about the weekend that we had. You know what? Let's start off with the, the Friday before. Oh, man. I already know where this is going. I will step away while you two gentlemen discuss your Friday because I have video footage. But you two go right ahead. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yes. So if you ever fire me, Sunday, I'm releasing it. So what did you guys do this Friday? Yeah. So um, we actually started off at uh, Peter Rosenberg's uh, Cheap Heat event at Sony Hall, which was amazing. Shout out to Peter Rosenberg. Uh I had Mark Henry, Jeff Hardy, and Paul Heyman making appearances. Aside from that, they also had Stat Guy Greg. Mm -hmm. The the whole original Cheap Heat crew, Stat Guy Greg, uh, David Shoemaker, and the Brian Campbell. And um, it was really, really good. And we also got to meet in person because we've met them online so many times. Um, Tim Hahn and his whole crew that does the Subway Mania videos oh yes hype man kells yes yo dude those dudes were so they were cool, man i mean they were there in in full <laughs> in, in full yes, attire yes, <laughs> when, yes yes when me and sonny approached them they weren't in attire oh and that's then right they, and then they, that's when they got in attire and yeah, we just yeah. started taking pictures yeah because i was like hey can we take pictures He's like yeah but hold on let me put my tights so, <laughs> so <laughs> that's exactly how it went i saw it on instagram i was like oh my god look at this yeah now nah, that was a lot of fun then, Definitely, you know, they're cool, down to earth people. Yeah, um, man. Yeah, and you know, we got a chance to you know connect with uh, also Sam Robbins. He was real cool. We were bugging out with him for a little bit. Quick shout out to a young gentleman named Dag who sent me the greatest video I've ever heard. So Dag, if you're listening, I heard your video. I saw it. Oh my God! Thank you so much. This is why we do that. But shout out to Dag. Yeah, that was the that was the thing that happened right after Cheapy because Dag See? was so cool, man. Yes, he was. Yeah, and and he was like, and he, when he told when he told me and Kervin about you know how he listens, and I was like, so what's your favorite part? He was like, Teddy, man. Teddy, Teddy's <laughs> I was like, you want to do a video for Teddy? He was like, yeah, yeah, I'm down, I'm down. <laughs> I was home at my kitchen and I watched the video. It just warmed my heart. And then we talked about your disclaimers as well. Yes, you did. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. you did. So thank you for listening, Dag. Keep up the good work. Exactly. Then you two, you, you two apparently <laughs> went back. You went back in time because what oh, I was yeah. watching was what 96, 1995. Where were you, Sonny? Like, were you back in '94? More, more like 2009, but we definitely no, no, did no, go no, back no. It was further back no, than further that. The music back. I heard. No, yes. See, so we. Went, I was so 14 again. Shout out to my boy Ryan, who, and my also, also my other boy Frankie Kocheck. Um, at LPR, you know, when when we were done, I was like, hey, you know what? Let's go uh, to LPR and go hang out out there. You know, um, they they on Friday nights, they have a '90s and '2000s band that plays all these retro s- songs, and it was Good off the thing. hook. And um, the moment we got there, well, that's actually you know before we got there because we got there too early. Me and Kevin went across the street to another bar. Oh, oh. yeah, that's right. That's right, that's right. That's right. Plot thickens. Yeah, okay. Where they had these uh, $8 specials. So oh, dear. It was a shot and a beer. So after doing about... Two few, of those. Few, was it two? It was, we did two of those. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was a little blurry already from Sony Hall, so I thought it was like four. Ah. But anyway, um, so yeah, we, we did that. Good then thing we, you didn't have my shots, too, because you asked me if you could have my shots. No, I said if you didn't want out there. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Boys, boys, boys. <laughs> there he is, officer. There he is. <laughs> Not good thing we were driving. But the crazy thing is we, we, we had a lot of drinks and we had a lot of fun. And 
And the funny thing is that, yes, there is some uh, archival footage on these internets, mm-hmm. as Roger would say. Oh, shout uh, out to Roger. Of me singing along to the band. Yes. <laughs> Yo, dude, I, yeah. It I, kept me up for hours after. I couldn't go back to sleep, sonny. It was the worst thing I'd heard it. Yes. Yes. It wasn't that bad, was it? It, it was bad. Okay. Like uh, nails across a chalkboard. I didn't think it was that bad, but that's just. Dude, you were drunk with them. Of course, you wouldn't think it was that bad. You were in the background. You were the you were the hype man in this entire thing. Yes. Yeah, you know what? He, he does have a point. He does. He does <laughs> yeah. actually. But you know, still. As a matter of fact, the next day, somebody was hurting. Oh yeah. Oh no, that was you. No. no. I was, I was oh hurting. no no. Yes, I, I was. My feet were hurting. Yes, mm-hmm. I admit that. Yeah, yeah. That's the only thing you're gonna admit, right? Yeah. No, my feet was hurting. My well, feet I'll, was hurting. Well, I'll jump in here because I was here that day. Saturday was bananas. Okay, NXT takeover in Brooklyn. I showed up. Sunny showed up. Shout out to Allison who showed up. Curvin showed up. Was that day not crazy, gentlemen? Yeah. That's was the day not crazy? Oh, definitely was crazy. Yeah. You both look like worn out rags, but I looked amazing because I had just come from Jersey. Shout out to Newark. And um, yes. We filmed some awesome segments for Yep on the Street, and then what happened? it happened. Sonny, Sofrito, Spanish for cheap as shit, got us tickets to a suite in Barclays. Did nope. you believe it? I didn't believe it. I thought he was ribbing us. I thought so, too. I told my boyfriend, watch, we'll be watching the show from Queens. But no. Little did I know, you we- pulled it out, Sonny. See what I did there? Yes. He pulled it out. And there we were in a suite at Barclays. Uh-huh. So, yes. Big shout out to our sweet mates, Heels on Mics, who shared the sweet with us. Yeah, shout out to those guys. They yes. were really cool. Some cute white boys. Very funny. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah. Thank and, you, and Sonny. Who, who we're getting a kick out of you uh, yeah, definitely. gushing over funny. Ricochet. Sonny, I was sliding. I had to, I had to do my sliding? best. You didn't slide. I, had were, to do my, I didn't want to fall over. You didn't slide. You stood and jumped up and down like a prancing yep. little girl. It was my Miss Elizabeth moment. It was like when the mega powers were exploding. That's what I was doing. You, you were standing. Something was exploding. Oh, it was. <laughs> you were standing during the whole match. I could not sit down. The funny thing was is that me and Allison stepped away to go get something to eat. And I'm like, hey, Teddy, you want something to eat? Teddy, you want something to eat? And Allison just said, just leave him alone. Please. Just leave him alone. Because you guys didn't get back until the match was well underway. I would yeah. have died had I missed Ricochet versus Adam Cole. I was there the whole time, and I never saw Teddy more excited ever in my oh life. Oh, my God. First of all, this is my first. it was my first time in Barclays because I tried to get to Barclays. The tickets were 250 yeah. Now Mr. Swagger tells me they're giving them <laughs> away like government cheese for $25 now. <laughs> so true. it was my first time in Barclays. It was my first time at a live NXT, and it was my first time in a suite, so what, that was good. Was it your first time in Brooklyn? No, I, unfortunately, I work in Brooklyn, okay. like a cheap hooker. But yeah, it was a day of first, so thank you very much, Sonny. And did you have fun? Because I had I a had a, I had an amazing time. Thank yes. you, Sonny, for the tickets. Yes. It's about time you do something nice uh, for me. Thank oh, you. Shit. Well, actually, uh, thank you to Charlotte and Danny for uh, hooking us up. Uh, they're some good friends of mine that I've known for a very long time. And uh, they were like, hey, we got some tickets. You want them? I was like, sure. So, uh, yeah, thank you to you guys. You guys are awesome. And um, we were living the sweet life. (laughs) We were living too sweet. Shout out to Peter. Peter was with us. Uh, Shout out to Roger. Roger was somewhere in the building. Scott was also in the Uh, building. Scott was in the building. Kevin was in the building. You see? There were a lot of people. It was a reunion. So, let's talk about the show. The show that was NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 4. Overall, I thought it was a great show. I think every match was great. As much as I hate to agree with you, I'm going to do it. Thank you, Teddy. (laughs) It was good. I'm I'm a fan of NXT now, and not just for Ricochet. I'm an actual fan. No, 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 I know that, yeah. Because I saw you. I saw you. You were like, yeah, I'm I'm digging this now. Oh, he was marking out, especially with the uh, Mustache Mountain versus uh, Undisputed Era match. Where has Tyler Bate been all my life. No one ever told me about this, man. And I'm now stalking him on Instagram. Yes, Tyler Bate. There was a lot of baiting when I got home. I sh- See what I did there, Kevin? That's uh, journalism. See yeah, how I, I did that? I definitely saw that. <laughs> Tyler Bate is delish. So this is my question. Is this what Triple H has been doing? Because oh, yeah, he's been doing this is what while. he's been putting on. Yeah. Triple H has created this indie promotion within the conglomerate known as WWE. And it's been amazing. I mean, he's getting talent from all over the place. But he's utilizing them in the proper way. Oh my god! And if you had if you had told me like in two thousand what two three when him and Stephanie were starting that whole terrible you know 
Helm McMahon Helmsley thing. You know, in about 15 years, Triple H is going to be running his own thing out and looked at you like you were crazy. But if this is what this man is putting on, it's amazing. There was no part of that show that, for me, lagged. Mm-hmm. It was like a solid two hours. They used every bit of the two hours. I didn't feel like a, come on, come on, get to the next match. If this is what he's doing, wow. The, pa- the pacing of it was amazing. Yeah, this is definitely what he's been doing. He's been doing it for a while. In my opinion, every NXT takeover has been great. There hasn't wow. been not one that has, not, that has been lackluster. He's been wow. doing a great job. He's always been a student of the game as well, even back from his uh, WCW days. So I take my hats off to him. I feel bad for some of the things I've said. Some of them. As you should. So if this is what he's doing, kudos to him. So before yeah. we get into the show... You definitely um, need to start watching their episodes. Tony. I do. I will. I will. Not just for Ricochet. Um, now you got Tyler Bate now. Oh, there was so much baiting going on. My word. And Velveteen Dream. Woo! Uh-oh. EC3, who now has a black eye, unfortunately. They ruined the best part. But yeah, it's yeah. there are some definite uh, studs. Uh, we got Velveteen, we've got EC3, we've got Tyler Bate, we've got Ricochet, Adam Cole, Shane Baszler, another handsome man who I just cannot <laughs> keep my hands off of, keep my eyes off of. I was like, wow, Triple H's got some good Shana. tape. Shayna. I'm sorry, what? Shayna. 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 That's an odd name for a man. Sh- Shana, those Shana. are the thoughts and opinions of Teddy. All I asked was four names. To me, to me she looks like one of those butches on Double Dragon. The I'm video sorry, game. what? Are you telling me that's a woman? <laughs> Covid, well, get your story straight. He thinks that's a girl over here, Again, those are the thoughts and opinions of Teddy. And they of Covid, he's the one. He's they the one who's not, wrong. They do not represent. Yep, I like wrestling. He's probably a fan of Double Dragon. That's why he didn't give me a disclaimer. That for was that a one. beautiful intergender match between him and Carrie Zane. It was. I was thoroughly impressed. Or as Scott would call her, Carrie Irving. <laughs> oh yeah, that, I don't know what that was about. <laughs> So, uh, first card on the match, saw so Mustache Mountain take on the Undisputed Era. Uh, yeah, funny name for a tag team, but what do you guys think of it? I thought it was a great match, and I'm not surprised it was a great match. I'm not surprised it was open. I was more shocked that Undisputed Era is that much over. It felt like half the place in Barclays Center had an Undisputed Era shirt. Yes. Half? Dude, it was yeah. more like 75%. Yes. I, mean, hey. I saw a lot while we were filming yep, oh, yeah. on the streets. Yes. Yeah, like they, it was like their, their merch sales are ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. You Speaking know. of which, shout out to Jeremy, Ivan, Kenny, and Marcus, some of the people who stopped by for our Yep on the Street segments. But yeah, it was a, a lot of Undisputed Era shirts and a lot of Bay Bay t-shirts in the audience as oh, yeah. well. But yeah, uh, Mustache Mountain, I think, did a phenomenal job. And, and I'm glad that Roderick Strong, who's part of the Undisputed Era, is actually getting a great run. Since he's been with Undisputed Era, he's been on a roll, in my opinion. And I'm not surprised that they had a great match. So that being a great tag team match, let us rise into a dream match, if you will. Velveteen Dream? Oh, my God. A tall glass of chocolate milk took on EC3. And that was when I actually came into the arena because I was waiting for a certain someone with their ticket outside. Mm. So shout out to the Boulevard Bullies who I was hanging out with for a minute. And we did, oh. uh, we interviewed each other for for a little bit, but uh, that sounded dirty, didn't it? But uh, yeah, what's yeah. what's up with those tights that Velveteen Dream had on, man? Call me up, Vince. What was that Yo, all that about? It was dope. Dude. Oh, there was something written on his tights. Yeah, there was. Sorry, I was occupied. Um, yeah, Jesus the match was great. You think he's ready for Raw or SmackDown? Mm, me personally, I don't think he's ready because of the fact that he's only been wrestling for, a f- like, actually for like about two, three years. That's hmm. it. So uh, hopefully he has more time in NXT so he could develop his character even more. And when he actually gets brought up to the main roster, they have something solid for him to do. I agree with you, but I also look at it on another level as well. I feel like even if he was ready... There's not enough room for him to make a splash if he was to go up there. Of course, there's not. There's a lot of guys I, up there. Because because the thing is that right now, and you know, we're gonna get to the main roster in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like the main roster is full of a lot of talent that they they do not know what to do with. So if he was to go up there, I think it would actually hurt him, then help him. I agree. That's why I say he should stay down in NXT for as long as possible. There is a uh, bit of a uh, NXT curse, I hate to say that word, but men who have been awesome in NXT come to the main show and flounder. And then, the, and then the other way around, guys or people that really didn't do good in NXT, and they do great in the main roster. Elias, Alexa Bliss are two people. Yeah. Oh, God. 
Oh, God. You know what? <laughs> Going back to this SummerSlam weekend, which for me actually started off on Thursday because I went to uh, Sam Roberts' uh, daytime yes. show over at Caroline's. He did an interview with Alexa Bliss. That interview was amazing. Mm. I thought it was one of the best wrestling interviews I've ever seen because he got a real insight to the type of person she is like, and her growing up. And I just thought it was a great interview. I, I loved it. You know, I was pissed that I had to leave because, you know, I basically stepped over there while I was on lunch. And, you know, Samoa Joe came out and I was oh. like, damn it, I got to go back to work. Crap. His cold, dead eyes. <laughs> um, I, I asked a lot of gentlemen while I was filming out at Barclays, uh, who would you like to be trapped in an elevator with? Overwhelmingly, Alexa Bliss. Even some of the girls said, yeah, it would be Alexa Bliss. So, yes. She's, actually, was, she's actually really gorgeous. She's person. over. No, but she's really gorgeous in person. Oh, is she? Yeah, yeah. I got to hang out with some pretty girls today. Would you like to tell everyone one of the prettiest girls I got to hang out with? Um, I remember that um, mm-hmm. I think she's like a princess. Mm-hmm. Uh, princess of... Um, yes. What yes. is that? Uh, is it h- hardcore? Oh, yes. Who did I do an interview with, Kevin? Tell all our listeners, please. Noel Foley. Oh, the Noel Foley. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty dope, man. That interview's gonna be up at some point. Check it out. She is amazing. She's so much fun. Uh, I'm kind of amazing, so anyway, but you all know that because that's why you're listening. Um, Teddy, Teddy, Teddy's still pinching himself. <laughs> I was a bit starstruck. She's pretty. She's oh, yeah. pretty. You even pulled out a fan. I. It was. Yeah. I would have. I would have. I would really try to shoot my shot if that was what I was into. <laughs> The funny thing is that you took off your hat, you know, and, and we're like, am I hallucinating? Is that, or is that Noel Foley there? Well, first off, it was a million and two degrees. <laughs> and I thought I was hallucinating from the heat stroke because there's this pretty white girl standing there. And I'm like, wow, she looks like Noel Foley. And then she didn't move. She just stood there talking. And I'm like, wait, she's not leaving. <laughs> no, but the thing that made me laugh was when you asked me if that was her, and I said, oh, yeah. Such and, a, I, and I just looked at Noelle and said, hey, Noelle, what's going on? Such a nonchalant, <laughs> such a nonchalant <laughs> response to a celebrity standing by. So I was like, oh, yeah, this happens all the time. It, you'll be surprised to hear me. So, yeah, shout-out to Noelle Foley. Shout-out to Chris, City Vita, Day, Jamal, Justin. Yeah, everyone was showing us some love, just coming on through. Speaking of pretty women, and I say this sarcastically, <laughs> Shayna Baszler took <laughs> on Kyrie Sane. You're still pretending this is a girl. This is funny um yes that match was great you know what the title I, changed I, 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 I really need to give you a disclaimer right now yes the really? thoughts and opinions of do Kervin are, are his <laughs> and they do not represent yet but like wrestling I said sarcastically uh, exactly another stellar match yeah. and the title changed hands yeah but you know what the way that title changed hands made them both still look very strong though. yes because it was it was a great booking that you know she could have been Moments away from tapping out, but she was able to just hold on to for the one, two, three pin. Yeah, it was it was great. It was a great match. So hopefully, hopefully they continue that that angle with the, both of them because I, I feel they're not finished yet. Yeah, me too. I I, I feel that. Would, okay, that well maybe you just answered my question because normally don't we drop titles when someone's being called up to the main roster? Usually, yeah, but it's always like around WrestleMania. But oh. I kind of hate that because. I feel you know people are getting brought up to the main roster too quickly. But even but even more so though, um, we've had situations even closer to WrestleMania where title has changed hand. I think it was with Bailey and uh, was Bailey and Sasha. Yes, it was Bailey. Bailey and wasn't drafted, and yeah. then about three months later, if I'm right, she was brought up to the main roster, and yeah. um, she was. It was a uh, match where they had a mystery partner in, and she was brought up. Yeah, so it's like. They don't always do it. They usually do it, but at the same time, I mean, I think this this feud has uh, more more legs that it could continue going Oof. for a little bit longer. Thank God, I was afraid that Shayna Baszler was going to be on Raw. I was actually <laughs> <laughs> imagine her doing Raw. Anyways, oh, <laughs> shout out to Noja. Um, I was I was going to say that um, with Shayna Baszler and her facing Kyrie saying that, you know. Even though I'm surprised that Shayna Baszler even lost the title because mm-hmm. I thought she was going to go over uh, Shayna Baszler since she lost in the May Young Classic Finals, but I guess that wasn't the case. 
Shout out to the lady who was dressed as Carrie Zane out at Barclay, full on cosplay. I wanted her yeah. to be on Yep on the Street, but yeah. according, we couldn't do that. She was in line behind Allison and I at Starbucks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, that right there is just an amazing image. Yes. Within itself, yes. you know, like, and that's like one of those things I love about Comic Con when you just see people like dressed as Mario, <laughs> and Luigi, and shit, waiting for Starbucks. Or even <laughs> Spider-Man and Venom, which we're into. Oh, my up on God. The street. Shout out to Spider-Man and Venom. Exactly. Only up on the street. Yo, those dudes will have me cracking up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Let's move on to another match that uh, someone's going to get super excited about. So, Ricochet <sighs> defeated Adam Cole, baby. For the North American Championship. Sunny, sunny, sunny. Actually, it was a great match, I think. It might have been the best match throughout the whole weekend. My feet barely touched the ground. It was so good to watch. Your, so feet was, your feet was on the ground. You were standing the whole time jumping up and down. It was my Miss Elizabeth moment. I was, I was just... I needed him to win because we were in the same room. I needed him to win. So I, ne- words, I never saw words, you that happy. <laughs> so in other words, you were floating? I was floating. Like a mythical creature? I, yes. Yes. He <laughs> was, was sliding on clouds. I was, sliding, was. I was sliding all around the Barclays Center in midair. Did you have pixie dust? I, 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 was, I was a bit of a fairy, yes. <laughs> all I was missing was my wings. But he was like right there. It's like, he's right here. Like It was like he was in the room. Like There he is, right there. I only thought about one time jumping the barricade. One time. That was the only one time it happened. I was like, I could make this. But then I was wearing flip-flops. I was like, I wouldn't have gotten far. Thank but goodness you didn't do that. I know. But it was good to be there. And then he won. Like, he could feel my energy in the arena. And he won. You're welcome, Ricochet. Shout out to Ricochet. Shout out to Restraining Orders. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sunny. It's funny because it's true. <laughs> Adam Cole is really, really over. I mean, I knew he was over, but I didn't know he was that over because when he came out, it seemed like everyone pulled out their phone to record him. I was on the train. If I heard Bay Bay one more time on the train, I was going to fucking jump off of it. Like, So that was exactly what you just said, Kevin, uh-huh. is exactly the reason why I thought he was going to lose. Because he's so over that I feel like he's on the cusp of a bigger title push so i feel like he's gonna go on to take on and i agree with that i know exactly where you're going with that he's gonna go after the uh nxt championship which now we're gonna let's discuss that Mm -hmm. you know that shit was brutal man they literally tore the house apart literally yeah literally, yeah that's exactly what they did last man standing wow last man standing Last ring standing. Last man handcuffed. I felt I felt it was creative um, how the ending was where Tommaso Ciampa was handcuffed. Yeah. And he kind of just like pushed himself over. Yeah. And he was you know on the ground. Technically standing. Yeah, technically <laughs> standing. I felt that was like yeah. I've never seen something like that before. Yeah. But I'm I'm still wondering if there is still more to this feud because usually I mean you know a last man standing match is usually the you know the final chapter in a feud. But when when uh, Tommaso Ciampa kept on coming out and teasing, you know, that whole thing at the end of the at the end of the whole show, it was like, all right, are they done or they're not done? There's more. So I feel like there's gonna be more coming, but you know, I think we're gonna have Adam Cole Baby Treading water a little bit. Well, because of and then he's gonna get into that mix. Because of Alistair Black's Alistair Black's injury, yeah. I could definitely see Adam Cole going in there doing what he was supposed to do because this was supposed to be a triple threat match. That's right. So That's right. maybe the next time these guys face each other, NXT Takeover, it'll be against all three. Adam Cole being involved with Johnny Gargano and Tom, uh, Tommaso Ciampa. Or if Alistair Black is is comes back, then it's a fatal four way. Yeah, exactly. And I would love for uh, Adam Cole to get that title some way, somehow, because I think he's very charismatic. That would be a great fatal four-way for uh, Survivor Series. Oh, definitely. I definitely agree. Hopefully, Alistair Black gets back. Silly question, but I need to ask it. Go ahead. Adam Cole is Michael Cole's son? <laughs> Not at all. No. Damn it! And I knew I was being led astray when that boy told me that. Damn you on the four trade. Damn you to hell. Yes, Not I at told all. You that shit. He said it on the four trade, and I knew he was leading me astray. 
But EC3 is Dixie Carter's nephew. <laughs> okay. Shout out to Dixie Carter. Well, K-Feb wise. K-Feb, not really yeah. in real life. So that, that, I, that, I that I've seen before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I knew he was lying to me. The candy should have been the dead giveaway. Damn you. Anyway, shall we move on to SummerSlam, gentlemen? Sure. Why not? Uh, <laughs> might as well. Again, at the Barclays Center, that Sunday, we had some ups. We had some downs. You was at the Barclays Center, Teddy? No, I was at Legends. I could have sworn I saw you at Legends. You saw me at Legends with uh, the Glamazon, dressed as Ruby Riot, doing her best Ruby Riot slash Liv Morgan impression. Yeah, that's funny because she had her blue tongue. She did. There were a lot of happy smurfs. And I looked up and down. I looked up (laughs) and down her. I was like, yo, who are you supposed to be? (laughs) (laughs) She She was like a very pretty Ruby Riot. She was Ruby Morgan. (laughs) Yes, that's exactly what she was. Who are you? Liv Riot. It was, it, was, it was. She was the riot squad, the one, tremendous. the one woman white riot squad. She was a hybrid of them. She was. It was very interesting watching her reapply that blue tongue. Yes, I, f- I find myself much closer to Tara now. <laughs> In any event, uh, yes. Good thing she figured out how to get the blue tongue. <laughs> like, oh, I really want to say something, but I know Sonny will cut it out. Um, <laughs> no, nah, it had nothing to do with Smurfs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you don't know Tara. No, I already she's know. lived. I, I, already you, know, I already know. Yeah, yeah but in so any you know event, we're, we're I want to say, but you know, you know what? We're just gonna say this, uh, Tara. You know what we're thinking. <laughs> you know exactly <laughs> what I'm thinking. Shout out to Facebook. Anyway, uh, Andre Cienalma and Zelina Vega took on Ooh. Rusev, Lana, and a big old fuster cluck. Yeah. Gentlemen, I, mean, I, I love me some Zelina Vega. It's, Do you? Yeah, it's child support money. Throw it in the air, man. Oh, Go ahead, man. no. Give me a disclaimer. I really don't care. I have Shout to say out that. to Seaman. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to give you a disclaimer. I'm just dis- going to just disclaim you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> really, Zelina? My only thing with Zelina Vega, what is that thing on her head? It's like she's attending her own quinceanera. I don't <laughs> care what's on her head. Well, she does have the height of a 15-year-old, so I guess... Oh, oh that's bad. Man. She does. She's, she's tiny. tiny. So she, tiny. She, no, she is tiny. She actually, from what I heard, she doesn't like when people ask her how tall she is. I wouldn't if I was only 3'6". Yeah, I, I, would, I would ask her how short are you. <laughs> <laughs> but the whole match even to worse. me fell flat. I don't, think it, it, I don't think it pushed anyone. I don't think anyone benefit from that match. No, that was the, that was the problem I had with, uh, with the booking of all this because it's... There's no payoff in it. Yes. You know, they're all it, it doesn't make sense. It's you're sacrificing one side to push the other, but then the other side's not really getting the push. You know, and, and the side you're sacrificing initially is Almas and, and Zelina Vega to benefit Rusev and Lana and Aiden English, but at the same time that's not it's kinda going in circles like what are you doing? Are you treading water? So it's just a, a whole thing where I feel like they're just putting them in there just to get them some some light, some coverage, and we're just like, blah. I think they want to give um, momentum to Zelina Vega as well as um, Cien Almas. Yes. But also slightly bury Rusev and Lana just so they can do a Aiden English heel turn. Okay. And then have Aiden English do an angle with Rusev as a heel in the long term. That's just the take that I get from that angle. That's possible. Well, you just need to hurry up and get to it. Yeah, I mean that's 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 one of the problems with uh, with wrestling, and and <clears throat> that's one of the problems with wrestling, and more so wrestling today. You know, um, back in the day, you know, you would take a month, two months, sometimes even you know close to a year to do a a, a certain angle. Yes. In the in the era that we live in now, where everything is immediate and everything's on TV and we have so much exposure when something goes more than two three weeks sometimes it's like all right it's gone too long if it's not good it's and, too and long well if it's yes. if it's not good then you know after two times seeing it it's yes. like all right you know it's a wrap so it's it's hard to do a slow build because of the era we live in and I feel like they're having a hard time getting into that position even though the funny thing is, is that on NXT they have they're they're able to do it because I mean Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa have been freaking fighting for about a year and a half, you know, or or it feels like a year and a half, but it's not it's not gotten tired. But with some of these things where it's like you're in so a, tired, exactly. So you're in constantly in hurry up and wait mode that it's 
it's a little hard to watch. The attention span for viewers are, is less now than ever. I oh, that's that that that's also another factor because yeah, we have so much exposure, so we're seeing it more. We're seeing it the same amount of time that people would have seen it back in the day over a six month period. Plus, you factor in the the attention span; it's even harder. Yeah, you. I mean. It's ridiculous. Well, that's why Netflix is a billion-dollar industry. People can't wait week after week for episodes. They want the whole season right now. Watch it in two days. So they want that immediate satisfaction, yeah. and we're not getting it from Zelina and CN. Although, not a bad three-way. Speaking of which, moving on, uh, the Royal Tag Team Champions, the B Team, took on the Revival. B Team, B Team, B Team. Their entrance music, I will admit, is actually catchy. Shout out to the Spirit Squad. As Teddy would say, it's, it gets a, gives you a bug in your ear. It does. I, I wouldn't have changed it, but it is catchy. I'll admit that. Uh, the SummerSlam match itself was, you know, a bit lackluster, but they did retain to have their belts. Seth Rollins took on Dolph Ziggler. I felt it was a great match. I really did. I, I heard actually, people I, say that was the best match. What yeah, do you, I think that was the best match. Yeah, do you? I, I'm glad. I think it was the best match of the whole night, and I'm also glad that it was actually first. It gave the actual event a big pop. I missed the entire match. I was in the bathroom giving a hand job. <laughs> Shout out to Legends. What's I, I was doing the <laughs> raffle. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was actually doing something. It definitely was. Like, you were outside <laughs> smoking a cigarette. Yeah, it probably was. Yes. But, uh, you know, you did skip a match that none of us really care about. No, I didn't. And what match is that? No, I didn't. That was uh, such a guy like Alexander versus ah. Drew Gulak. <laughs> if you don't pay yes. attention to it, it doesn't exist, Sonny. Oh, okay. So Shout out to Zach Ryder. So like, like that whole tree falls in the forest, no one's there. We can't it. neglect 205 Live. Come on, Teddy. Yes, we can. Teddy, Actually, you know, typical Teddy, Teddy cruiserweight every match. Week. Teddy, Teddy Gulak. Every single week. You ignore it. Like a side bitch's baby. Just ignore it. <laughs> Damn, um, son. Oh, I'm the only one who lives in the hood? <laughs> you don't give him a disclaimer. <laughs> I will. Come on, now. It's kind of hard for me to give a disclaimer when I'm from the hood. Though. It's, it's, <laughs> it's funny because it's I'm true. From, I'm from the hood, too. But <laughs> Yo, Yonkers doesn't count. Yeah, Yonkers does oh, count. Come shout to, out to Yonkers. <laughs> come to my the way. ugly stepbrother of the Bronx. So, the New Day... Defeated. Whoa, we, the didn't finish, wait, wait, we didn't finish I, with the Cedric Alexander match, but no, 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 we I, did. No, no, we did. We, we did. did. Okay. We did. We actually, I didn't finish with the Seth Rollins thing. Okay. Yo, did you notice he came out dressed like Thanos? What was yeah, that yeah, about? That. He had one boot, one shoe. This, the, this, what? Yeah, but you know what? That shit was dope, though. Nah, I think so. Yeah, it was nah, definitely I, was. I love when they're creative on the special events, like yeah. the big four pay per views, and they get creative with their outfits. I love that. Let him go, RuPaul's Drag Race elsewhere, please. This is SummerSlam. Please. Can we move on the to the SmackDown the, tag? The thoughts and opinions of Teddy oh, do not represent on. the thoughts and opinions of Yep, I Like Wrestling. Man, Teddy, come on, man. All right. So, the New Day defeated the SmackDown Tag Team Champions, the Bludgeon Brothers, by disqualification. Ah, uh, yes. <sighs> so, like, at this point, I think I was uh, running up and down. So, did they hit him with – did they, like, lose because they got hit with uh, – some foreign pancakes or some shit? Like, what the hell happened? I don't know exactly what happened, but rumor hasn't an injury happened in that match, and that's why there was a disqualification. Really? Yes. Um, Eric, so, that's what, so that's what happened with Eric Rowan? Because today, you know. Eric Rowan supposedly tore his bicep during the match, and he toughened it out. So wow. I guess they did an audible. I don't know if New Day was supposed to win or not, but they did an audible in that match to say, you know what, let's just do a disqualification. And that was that. Damn, man. That's – see – all kidding aside, I got to say, I respect the shit out of all these wrestlers that put their lives on, their, on the line in the ring because they sometimes, you know, they get hurt. Oh, yes. And they finish those matches. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, going all the way back to, I mean, not going all the way back, but, like, the first person that pops in my head is, I think, of Triple H when he tore his the quad. Uh, the quad clear off the damn bone. Yes. You know, and finish the match. You know, we have, you know, Stone Cold breaking a neck yes. and still finishing the match. You know, there's countless stories of wrestlers getting hurt, but because finishing, so many of them are straight up professionals. They're like, you know what? Nah, I'm not. I, we got to finish this match. The fans, the fans, the fans. And you know what? I got. I, we give you guys nothing but props. That's this is why we are. Yep, I like wrestling because you, we got a lot of respect for all the talent that's in the ring. 
But um, and you couldn't you couldn't even notice. Like I didn't notice that Rowan was hurt. No, I didn't notice at all. No, I didn't know. I didn't notice anything. I actually it was funny because it wasn't until we were recording on a Wednesday and uh, it was like about three hours ago that I had gotten the the alert and I sent it to our text group and I was like, hey, this guy is uh, going in for surgery. You know, we didn't even know anything was going on. We were surprised actually. So I guess you know uh, we'll see what happens in the future. Well, shout out to Luke Harper's single push. His mid-card run. He might have to bring out that uh, dirty tank top now. Oh, the dirty tank top. That's what that bombao. Ah. <laughs> so, Braun Strowman took on Kevin Owens to retain his money in the bank. Which was a squash match. squash o rama Feel sorry for KO signing that five-year deal and then get squashed in the big pay-per-view. He's a big old boy. He can take it. You know, I was really shocked by how fast that match was. I mean, I... I I mean, then again, I was rooting for KO to win somehow and get the money in the bank briefcase, but I was surprised he got squashed so fast, man. That shit was crazy. I mean, when he did get squashed, I said to myself, you know what? I think Braun Strowman's going to cash in later on that night. Yeah, yeah. Because usually, you know, when someone needs to cash in, they usually have, you know, a quick match. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, we're going to touch on that as we continue further on down the line. So our next match was Charlotte Flair defeating Carmella and Becky Lynch to win the SmackDown <sighs> Women's Champion. But I've been waiting for the whole since the whole podcast started. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I'll let you so have it, Teddy. At, at this moment, we're gonna let Teddy just uh, go ham, buddy. Yeah. Right up there with the streak coming to an end. Just one of those things that kicks you in the one ball when you only have the one. Kicks you right in the scrotum. Becky turns on Charlotte. Never thought I'd see the day. Never Never thought thought I'd see the the day day. neither. You know what? You didn't watch NXT. (laughs) No, I didn't. I I, I really like Becky as a heel. I didn't like, did she, have to, did she have to do what she did that way? She turned. She literally became Sasha and Bailey, and they just made fun of, hey, we're not Sasha and Bailey. And then they went and did it. I'm, not, it I'm not a fan of Becky Lynch, but I loved her heel turn. And people thought Sasha was going to turn heel, but it was Those Becky Lynch first. rapid Wolverines in Brooklyn were cheering when she was beating Charlotte to a point. They were cheering. Do we have no respect for the Flair family? Come on, man. I mean, it's Brooklyn, so. Oh, gosh. Shit. The armpit of America. I didn't like the match because of how it ended. I thought New Jersey was the armpit of America. No. You New Jersey's what? the jockstrap of America. Pay attention, Kyle. You know what? Honestly, both for both being the armpit of America, I'll allow it. I'll allow it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, don't get me wrong. What is the, wait, what is the right armpit? They'll be and what is the left? There you go. I was going to mention something <laughs> yeah. like that. Okay, so Charlotte got her belt back, as she should. A flair should have gold. Shout out to Flair for the gold, WCW. Um, then it was just ruined by Becky losing her mind, turning on Charlotte. But the fans loved it, so it obviously the match was successful. I think, what the, do you fa- I think, think? the fans loved it because they didn't expect it. Yes. I didn't expect it. But when they were hugging for a while, I said, yo, I think Becky might turn heel. And then it happened. Which that's going to make me I'm, I'm remember that part because I'm actually going to mention that again. So, um, but yeah, Becky beat the shit out of her. Oh, she, <laughs> she gave her a beat out already. That shit was definitely on site. Uh-huh. She did it great, man. I loved it. And I'm not a Becky fan. Ugh, neither am I. I always liked Becky. I like her even more now. Um, let's move on to Samoa Joe defeating <laughs> AJ Styles by disqualification. Speaking of beatdowns from a cold-hearted dead person, yes. I didn't like the fact that that match was in the middle of SummerSlam, the middle, middle of the card. You ordered it moved later? Uh, no, nah, moved up, yes. Yeah, moved w- sooner? No, nah, moved up, meaning, you know. Further up the card. Further up the card. It's the WWE titles. AJ Styles, Samoa Joe. The lineage does deserve to be towards the end of the show, to be honest with you. You know, but um, what I will say is, surprising to have uh, more than one disqualification on a card like this. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I'm not surprised by that. I'm surprised by uh, <laughs> Wendy Styles getting multiple offers for men to be her new husband. Yes. I was surprised <laughs> that she was there. <laughs> yes. Holding, clutching her child, Samoa Joe, I believe, said something like, I'll be your daddy. Like, wow. So I'm going to ask you gentlemen a question. If you're at a club and a man disrespects your girl or your lady, do you have to beat him up? Is that just like a general rule? Yeah. Would, 
You, so you yeah. have to. Yeah. Do you have to do uh, it, Kevin? Uh, uh, yeah, at least make some effort. At least say <laughs> something. At least look like a tough guy. <laughs> see, 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 Kevin's Cur- 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 like, uh, yeah, no, no, I'm saying straight up, yeah. yeah, yeah no, no, so no. that's like a like, rule. Like, like, let's, let's, let's put it like this. If me and Allison are somewhere and someone disrespects Allison. Yes. Now, this is an audio podcast, but Teddy, you're looking at my eyes. Yes. Look at that look I have in uh, my eyes. Well, yeah, you don't want to make Sonny smad. I know that <laughs> He's first giving time. me that cold, dead Samoa Joe eye okay. thing going on so here. So it's like, yeah, that shit. So as we say, anyway, you got to put them paws on them, right? That's what happens? Paws, a- chairs, bottles. Oh, God. Legs. Oh, shout out to the Bronx. Yes. Okay. So I just so so what AJ Styles did to Samoa Joe was totally on point. Because Samoa Joe looked at Wendy, said what he had to say, and then AJ snapped and went crazy. So that was basically real. Exactly. That was a documentary, so to speak. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that match had a, a wow factor, especially yeah. since um, Samoa Joe got on top of the table and he called out um, AJ Styles' yes. wife. You know, I, I love stuff like that. I love when they do things outside of the box, and I think they did with that. I think the thing that makes it a little bit more intense is the fact that he is a born-again Christian. And he was on some, like... Yo, I'm gonna act like I'm, I'm gonna savage. Act he went savage. <laughs> he went savage. So it's like, was it me or did that match have a bit of an ECW type feel to it? Where in ECW they would say things like "I'm gonna be your daddy" or they would bring a family to ringside, or you, or attitude era type of thing. Because yeah. you remember when they had the whole Kane Dewey thing when Mick Foley when they the crowd was shouting, you know, Kane. Yeah, Dewey. I guess. But you know what? I mean, to me, it actually felt more like a throwback to. Uh, to even and yes, I'm old. Uh, the NWA stuff. I mean, they've oh. done that stuff, and you know, they they they've done that stuff back then. I mean, you don't mess with a person's wife. Remember when Jake Roberts and Rick Rude had oh. that feud over Jake's wife? Because Rick Rude kept putting her his her face on his tights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know, oh yeah, and The Undertaker with Sarah and DDP. Yeah, you don't mess with a man's wife. Apparently, you just don't do yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, it goes it goes all the way back. Oh, definitely, definitely, man. You definitely don't mess with Undertaker's wife that he has now, Michelle oh. McCool, whether you know Michelle. her or not. Oh, we do. I do know Michelle McCool. You do? You should you say. Wow. I, do. I was going to say Sarah, but yes, I do know Michelle McCool. <laughs> wow, what a, what a coincidence. Speak, speak. Yeah. Speaking of wives, The Miz took on Daniel Bryan with Maurice, his wife, at ringside. So we finally got the match that's been building for what seems like five years. What did you gentlemen think of it? I love the build-up for this. Mm-hmm. I think Miz is amazing. Yes. I, I, I've, always, I've always given him credit for the work that he's done, but I'm actual a uh, Miz fan. Slowly but surely, I'm becoming a big one because this guy does so, much, so much amazing stuff. Big fan of the Miz. Oh, gotcha. Slowly but surely. Gotcha. I do love a good brass knuckle. I actually own a pair of brass knuckles, so I always enjoy seeing those. And wrestling. Shout out to William Regal. What do you think of this match? All right, so now I'm going to break some shit down because Kevin and I had a conversation about this. I believe it was uh, earlier today or yesterday. So this match, along with a lot of the other matches, the buildup was freaking horrible. And a lot of it had to do with timing. The timing of certain of, of, of a lot of the buildup didn't make this a must-see card. The matches themselves was must-see. The build-up to it was not. And this match in particular should have been on either this past WrestleMania, where it was fast-tracked, because it would have been something that no one expected, or it should have been held off longer as a slower build, even though I know what I just said, but I think they could have timed it out a little bit better for next WrestleMania. And the fact that they put it on this card, given some of the other stuff that had went on surrounding the, the talents, like Kane unexpectedly getting hurt. And, you know, the Miz kind of like being in being in uh, in shallow water for for lack of a better phrase. So it was a, it was almost as if the timing of this worked against the match itself. You know, so it should have either been delayed longer or fast tracked to this past WrestleMania, and then that then it would have became became an exciting match by by putting by dropping it into SummerSlam. It didn't feel exciting. It didn't feel on the level of what it should have been. 
Now, I wasn't agreeing with Sonny before we had this conversation. I never do which that. Which was, uh, I don't know, maybe a day or two, like he said. Yeah, yeah exactly. But then after he explained it, I said, you know what? Yeah, you, you do have a great point. He could have, um, Daniel Bryan could have been in a situation where he was bullied by The Miz. And Daniel Bryan said, you know what? Let me do everything I can to get cleared by the doctors. And let me have this match at WrestleMania. And he could have had the match at WrestleMania 34. So, yeah. and I kind of agreed with him after that. But you know, I actually, uh, you know, I liked everything that happened here in SummerSlam, and I think they have something better for both of them down the line. Yeah, I mean, the match was great. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but yeah I the felt, match was I, great. I felt like the buildup just fell flat, and and it just I didn't have the same excitement for the match that I originally. Me, I me personally, I enjoyed the build up, build up, but that's just my opinion. It was flat for me too, mainly because of Nikki Bella. Speaking of which. <laughs> The demon Finn Balor made his glorious she was, return. She was nowhere near in that match, though. Nah, she was. She was backstage. I could. I could. I was bored, so I knew she was somewhere close by. So as long as she's in the same state, I can feel it. Yeah, I can um, feel it. I guess it's like a wisdom tooth. You know it's coming. Um, we might so need to bring up the Bellas in a moment. Oh, do we have to? <laughs> yeah. So Finn Balor took on Constable Corbin. And surprise, surprise, the demon showed up. I loved it. And loved it. that made the entire crowd at Barclays pop. And the crowd at Legends went fucking bananas. Oh, yeah. That was a banana, Sonny. I assure you. Yes, there was. Because <laughs> it was Constable Corbin versus Finn Balor. Oh, yes. I've been waiting all night for that match, Sonny. <laughs> Wow. But let me tell you, I am the only person in all of the world who does not like the Demon Balor. Everyone else went crazy. I hate I hate the Demon. Really? I do. I do. I love it. I wish they did it more often. Everyone. The Page went crazy. Yeah, Barclays. Legends. Yeah, I do not like the Demon because he's I, covered up. I, I don't like it. I thought they were never going to bring him out again. I was happy with that. Yeah, I was actually, uh, I was actually wondering if they were going to bring out the Demon in rainbow colors. Oh, God, Sonny, don't break. Please don't. It, it rem- oh, God. Oh, man, it's bad, man. It's like gay pride in Iraq. I just don't want to see how it looks. I just don't. Sonny, please. Oh, my God. That's, that, but, um, that's low right there. Yeah, I know. But the match was decent. It was. I just don't, I don't like yeah, the demon because he's covered. I don't like that. I like the fresh face Finn, and he's a good worker. I don't like him covered and all that um, it, it's extra. The, it's the theatrics of it. Oh, absolutely. That, that, that raises that... that that expectation. Yeah, it does. And I mean, I, honestly, I when I saw him come out, I think I, I, I think Alice was talking to me. And I just totally freaking forgot what she was oh, saying. She was like, "What's going on?" And then she just gave up on me. <laughs> and then uh, and then after that, I was like, then I I stopped and I actually explained it to her. And she was like, "Oh, okay." And then she went back to drinking. I I, I liked it. <laughs> I, w- I know you think he's a waiter, but I wonder if they're gonna bring out the Demon King for only once a year now. We'll see. We'll see. It, it would be nice because you don't want to use it too much. It's like yeah. a condom. After three or four times, you don't want to use it anymore. So, like every, you know, just every now and then, but not a lot. No, you know, I definitely that, agree with that. That's that's actually the plan for them. That not to use it that often. Because at goodness. one point it was for every pay per view, and then now they broke it down to like once or twice a year. And also, Teddy, that's not how they work. What condoms? That's not how they work. Yeah, they, really? They break after one or two, man. Really. I got a good five uses out of one one time. That was a good weekend. Was it the same banana you used with um, Baron Corbin and Finn Balor? Totally different. Shout out to Baron Corbin. Moving on, speaking of guys with makeup, Jeff Hardy. What did you guys think? Uh, this match was all right. I mean, I, I wasn't, yeah. it, wasn't, it wasn't one of the best matches of the card. Yeah. At the same time, it wasn't one of the worst ones on the card. But it's, I think you know. both men have done better work. Maybe they're just tired at this point. But I've, I've seen Shisuke and I've seen Jeff do better. They, needed more, they probably needed more time. But obviously, with so many matches on the card, you, know, you really don't get that much time. Yes. The show started at 2 in the morning. What's that, Sonny? <laughs> this was a match to just get it out of the way and just yes. let's move on. Um, which... By the way, I felt like a lot of this card was about wrapping things up so to start anew, um, going into post SummerSlam, which we're gonna discuss on, you know, our next episode. But um, yeah, this match was whatever to me. I was just like, whatever. I mean, I do like Jeff Hardy's uh, face paint. It's it's I, really, I think it's one of the best in all of wrestling right now. Shout I, out to Tara. Oh, <laughs> she does love Jeff Hardy. Because he can see with his eyes closed. He can see with his eyes closed. Again, I'm not a fan. I don't like face paint. I'm not a fan of face paint. 
I'd like a fresh face and do it. So Jeff Hardy, I don't, I'm not a fan of that. But I've seen both men do better. So it was just a blow-off, if you will. Speaking of things I'd never blow, Ronda Rousey took on Alexa Bliss. I would not blow either of those ladies. Gentlemen, do you agree? I, I don't know, man. I'm starting to have a crush on Ronda Rousey. I, I wasn't wow, that hurt to hear. I, I mean, I, you know, I think I, one of our previous episodes, I mentioned how she's one of those girls that, you know, think they're all that, you know, but hey, I, I don't know. I'm, I, I liked how she looked while in uh, SummerSlam. While you try to figure out your crush or non crush on Ronda Rousey, I need to stop this podcast right now yes. and discuss the fact that um, Teddy's no longer the general manager. I was hoping we wouldn't have to discuss that, Sonny. And why? Why is that? What happened? Well, you don't listen to the episodes? <sighs> yeah, I do listen to episodes. I don't All remember. right, Brock Lesnar. Do you not watch the product as I well? Do, I do watch guy. the product, but I don't recall you being removed from your title. If, if Ronda was to get the belt, I would resign as general manager. Oh, that's and right. Sonny has the mind like a bad trap when he's not drinking, so obviously he remembered it. And here we are. But you're still the greatest general manager. I am. And yep, I like wrestling I history, am. though. That's something we can never take away. You can away. never take that away. Like my dignity, shout out to Whitney Houston. Oh, shit. Oh, wait, see? Those was, are the thoughts and opinions of Teddy. I was praising Teddy. her. I was praising her. Oh, so God. someone explained to me Ronda Rousey's black swan makeup. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Someone, someone explained to me um, who's going to be our next general manager. I don't know how I'm going to handle this situation until I think about it. So... Just so you know, you have two weeks. <sighs> Brother. So, so I have to pick a general manager and a pregnancy test comes back. Two weeks is going to be very busy, Sonny. Exactly. Pick, so maybe you could pick uh, Kevin Wood or Roger Adams. i always been a fan of Wood, so we never know. So we never know. So, yes. Anyway, back to SummerSlam. How do you feel about the title changing hands? I was a little surprised by it, even though I knew it was going to happen. Because of the fact that I felt like they were going to give her the title sometime around WrestleMania. But, hey, you want to give her the title at SummerSlam? Why not? She's only had three matches. Is, you, know, she, she, you know, it's not like she worked hard or anything like that. But, hey, it is what it is. What do you She's mean it's not, like, it's not like she worked hard, dude? She has not worked hard at all. I mean, she hasn't been on the roster long enough, but she has had some really good matches. I mean, dude, I'm going to tell you right now. That match was pretty good. Oh, no, no. That match, yes, it was. It was definitely Yeah, so, good. I mean, that's, you know, putting on a good match takes a lot of hard work. No, no. Though. Yeah, I know. She has had great matches. Especially, I personally think the match that she had with uh, Kurt Angle, Stephanie McMahon, Triple H at WrestleMania 34 was a really good match, and that was her first one. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. It's like, I get it. She heard the quantity of her work hasn't been ample, but the quality has been, and combined that with her notoriety, Oh, yeah, I agree with that. You put that with the fact that she's going to kind of spearhead the women's division. Mm -hmm. Even though to a certain degree, yes, it's kind of fucked up because, you know, she hasn't been there that long. But all those women in that division will benefit from her being associated with it. I agree with that. And also, she's probably selling a lot of merch as well. Oh, yeah, without question. Seti? The only good match Ronda Rousey has done is with her hair and makeup. That's the only thing she's ever competed in. Not with her makeup? Because she was looking like Robin. <laughs> I don't Summer know Slam. where she goes, but with her little toaster strudel hair, it was too soon for me. It was too soon. I get it. Notoriety put the belt on her. But there are women who've been wrestling like 30 some odd years. Shout out to Natalia Neidhart. It's like, why are we putting the belt on this Three matches, and one of those was a tag match. I agree with Teddy, but I also agree with Sonny. So my reply You're just to the you, whore of this podcast. You just go wherever the wind blows you, sir. My reply to you, what you just said is what Sonny said earlier. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's a bit too soon. Not that I wanted it on Alexa Bliss, because she's like a mosquito bite. But Alexa Bliss is amazing. Oh, I'm, wow. a, I'm actually, I'm actually uh, beginning to agree with Roger with that whole decade of bliss. Rogers never said anything good. <laughs> God. Um, I think it was too soon for Rousey, but maybe her name will bring in some extra revenue. Alexa Bliss might be top three of all, you know, the women's division in WWE. Top three woman ever? No, not ever. I'm talking, I'm talking oh, right, about of right, now. right now. Right now? Yeah. Um, um, Charlotte, Sasha, and then Alexa. Yeah. yeah. With Becky being four. Maybe. Maybe. Where'd you rank for Ronda? Oh, well, I mean, Ronda Seven. actually. Ah, my number. 
seven. Jesus. Yeah, Kervin's number. I wouldn't rank her that. I would put Ronda in my top three. I think you'd put Ronda in a few places, but that's <laughs> neither here nor there. Especially fours. <laughs> all fours. Speaking of all fours, Roman Reigns is the new champion. My knees have never been so scraped. Between Ricochet winning, Roman winning, Charlotte winning, my knees have never been so scraped. I was so happy. You had a hell of a weekend, Teddy. Hell of a weekend. Probably got arthritis by now. Oh, my God. Arthritis. Gordoria, same difference. So, <laughs> so Brock finally lost the belt. Does that mean I never have to see him again? Not until after uh, his next fight with Daniel Cormier. <laughs> um, Which will be in 2019. Is it? So, yeah, supposedly. Wait, when is? I thought it was supposed to be in December. Supposedly, it's not. Nah, supposedly, it's 2019, or he's going to come back in 2019. Oh, okay. So what do you guys think? I know Roman doesn't get much love, but we do have a champion who will be on television each week. I love Brock and, and, and Paul Heyman, but I'm glad the title's off of Brock because we can see the title on Raw every Monday yeah, being yeah. defended or even being shown. Thank I, you, I, enti- I entirely agree. Also, um, this dude was going was, like 100 days without defending the title. Yeah, but I mean, I wasn't mad at that because it's not Brock, it's Vince. Or the booking committee. They're the ones that are saying, yo, Brock, stay home. They could pay him to be there as much as they want. They can't afford it. You know, I, I, I kind of laugh every time people shit on Brock, but they don't really shit, you know, about him not being here. But, I mean, dude, it's actually their office. Yes, true. But, you know, we're all of, you know, similar ages. We grew up in a time where Steve Austin was on Raw each week. So we got a little spoiled seeing our champion I mean, back in the day when Andre was a, a, a spectacle, we didn't see Andre each week, but we, we all grew up with the Stone Co era, so we like to see our champion each week. I mean, I get what you were saying, like I mean, they want a- Brock to be a spectacle, but really, we'd like to see our belt. No, no, I, know, I, I, t- I entirely agree with you. And if it's going to be around the handsome waist of Roman Reigns, I think that's what I call a win-win. I love how the fact that they actually put Braun Strowman in that match, like, him being outside the ring yes. and saying, hey, I'm going to face the winner of this match. I ain't going to stab you in the back. I'm going to stab you in your chest. Yeah, exactly. Because now, it, it made people say, yo, there's going to be another match after this, so I don't have to leave Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns like people did in the last pay-per-view that they faced yeah. each other. I mean, it was, it was definitely good. I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a great match. Um, it was a short match. I, I personally like matches like that because it's just two big dudes just going at it. Yes, I've always been a fan of that, too. So oh, my goodness. Shout out to X-Tube. Anyways. Okay, yeah. so quick. What would you give SummerSlam? Give it a grade, Kevin. Wow, that's a great one. Um, give it a, I'll give it a B. B it a maybe B. B plus. Shout out to the B pluses. Sonny, give it a grade. SummerSlam. I'm going to give it a B also. I thought it was... It was uh, you two were very generous this mm-hmm. year. SummerSlam 2018. Nah, it was, it was... The matches themselves... B, B plus. Build up. Oh, God. Could have um, been better. No, I was going to give it a grade, but I, I realized the grade I was about to give, and I just decided... Never mind. Oh, no, I already know what that grade is, yeah, Sonny. You don't have to say it. Exactly. Stepped on my joke, you bastards. <laughs> you, know, you, have to know, you don't have to know the grade, Teddy. <laughs> Let's just say it's a grade that Teddy approves That's of. That's what I was going to give SummerSlam. That's why I said you all stepped on my joke, bastards. <laughs> <laughs> what grade would you have given it, Teddy? Uh, yeah, I, you know what? I'll, I'll give it a B, too. Why not? I was, yeah, Charlotte got the belt. Roman got the belt. I, I can't really. I didn't walk away unhappy. So, Yes. SummerSlam gets a B. I thought you were given an A because of Roman Reigns, Charlotte, no, both was, winning the, titles. I, I had to I had to look at some people I didn't want to look at. So yeah, I'll give it a B. So not unhappy. Okay. It was a good weekend for wrestling, gentlemen. And it was a great weekend for the Yep I Like Wrestling brand. Yes, it was. So yeah. before I go, a huge shout out to Mr. DJ Storms who joined me on some of my interviews, as well as Trayvon, Kevin Duran, Clark. Thank you so much for playing with us. It was fun. Shout out to Clark. Yes. Sonny, my Uber is here. I think it's time to take us home. And that's a wrap for episode 36 of the Yep, I Like Wrestling podcast. want to thank you for, for supporting us. The Yep, I Like Wrestling family, the movement, the YouTube, the SoundCloud, the audio, the iTunes, the Instagram, the Twitter. 
the MySpace, <laughs> which is everywhere, a, which is a running joke. I mean, we have a MySpace only because we kept on cracking jokes about it. But yeah, we, we freaking signed up for it just to be funny and stupid. But uh, seriously, we we thank everyone that's been supporting us. And uh, if we're new to you right now, uh, check us out. We're doing a lot of different things and uh, we'd love to have your support and have your viewership. So uh, on behalf of myself, my name is Sonny Sofrito. And today I was joined by Curvin, the co-founder of Yep, I Like Wrestling. And I was also joined today by the former general manager of Yep, I Like Wrestling. The soon-to-be former. He got oh, two weeks. Goodness. So um, make sure you just check us out. We're on all platforms of social media at YEPILW. And for all podcast platforms, just do a search for Yep, I Like Wrestling. Take care and peace out. Later. Um, While well, I pour him another Hennessy and ginger ale here. Excuse us. Sonny works better when he's fucked up, as we say in Newark. Yeah, that's right. Do that shit like one of my hoes. Oh, <laughs> shout out to prostitution. That's how we paid for those sweet tickets, by the way, Kevin. I didn't want to tell uh, that part, but I had to, I, I I had to know pay that for one. those. By I wouldn't way, have guessed that. By the way... <laughs> Well, that's why there was a black car at the end of the night. Oh, yes. <laughs> My knees have never been so scraped. Yeah, but you, it was worth it. You blacked that at the end of the night. That's yes. why. You got to so pay for those sweet tickets somehow. Exactly. So you were saying, Sonny? Um, that's going to be a great outtake. <laughs> <laughs> you know, every black car I saw walking, I was like, Sonny was joking, wasn't he? <laughs> Because <laughs> I walked to Nevin Street because it was so crowded there. I oh, walked Nevin every time Street, I saw wow. a black car, I was like, he was joking, right? <laughs>